pharmaceutical. <laughs> Pill pusher. <laughs> Walter White. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Andy, and this is uh, Dan. <laughs> so this is so this is my friend Dan. So Travis. Hey. When Travis was on, he's one of your oldest friends, correct? Yes. Yeah, so my this, eldest friends. Your eldest friends. So this Dan is also one of my oldest friends. That's awesome. Uh, I think we've been friends for 21 years. Yeah. Wow. Long time. What, like how old were I you? I was 13. Okay, we, okay, okay. When we first crossed paths. Mm. Not good at maths. <laughs> yeah. So you were in... You were in like the Sayre area? No. 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 Endicott, Binghamton area. Yep. Endicott. Okay. Yep. Okay. At one horse town. Yeah. Just one horse. Not, to be, con- not to be confused with horse heads. <laughs> no. Which is a many horse skull town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The horse heads stole all the horses from right. Binghamton. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. So in an older episode, if you go back, there was an episode we did called I Am Brewer, Hear Me Roar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan mm-hmm. sent us some of his beers. And so it was only fitting that we did some beers while Dan was here. And the first beer we have is actually a beer that Dan brewed. So we're going to try that. And then we have some other things. <laughs> yeah. So, um, should I open this? Yeah, open it. See how that carbonation goes. So, Dan, you made this beer. Right? I did. Yeah. Now, do you do bottle conditioned or do you do CO two? So uh, I uh, force carbonate in the keg. Awesome. Yep. And this this one I actually bottled right off the keg, so uh, carbonation's consistent, and we don't have explosives because that does happen. Yeah, <laughs> explosives. Yeah. yeah. No That's... goodsies. <laughs> yeah. Very bad season. And so, uh, well, I guess we'll get into what we're having, but Mm -hmm. unless Justin already said so. Or actually, it would be Dan to introduce it. Yeah. Because he's here. We're not not used to the creators being here. So (laughs) we're very lucky to have you. Well, this is a Hefeizen. It's got, uh, so for a Hefeizen to be a Hefeizen, it has to be more than 50% wheat. Uh, Which is legal in New York now. Yeah. (laughs) Wheat with a T. Wheat. So, uh, yeah, uh, this one has uh, bitter orange peel and coriander. Oh, in man. It. it smells it, too. That is so good. It's so refreshing, too. It's like perfect summer. Yeah. yeah. You can uh, you can definitely coming. drink a keg of this all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I did, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's right around 5% alcohol. Kegs are different sizes. I mean, Yeah, you know, it's a small can... keg. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. technically, I guess it would be a third keg, five gallons. So, so yeah. do you know what the ABV of this is? <laughs> About 5%. Yeah. This is ultra drinkable. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's clean. Um, so, so when I used to homebrew, I would always kind of get some, not always, but kind of off flavors. You yeah. know? I'm assuming that you're doing all grain. If, yes. you're, if you're at the force carb keg yeah, stage yeah. In, in your game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, th- this is fantastic. I mean, just the flavors are just... Well, thank you. Um, they're great, and, and I don't taste any off flavors. Yeah, um, I think a big part of that is uh, keeping oxygen out of the beer as much as possible. Mm. Um, a lot of what happens uh, to cause off flavors, I mean, number one, I mean, your uh, fermentation and cleanliness, yeah. um, sanitation, yeah. that kind of thing. I'm a filthy human being. Yeah, <laughs> but I know like a lot of homebrewers, when they first start out, especially, like they'll use like the buckets and they might not necessarily mm-hmm. go in and sanitize them. They'll clean yeah. them with the cleaner, yeah. but they won't necessarily sanitize them. So sometimes you get like weird banana flavors. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that esters? Are those esters I that think are they done? are, yeah. Where does the those... banana flavor come from? Like mold? Yeah, it's, it's got to be. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> Esther is my grandmother's name, though. Yeah. Some yeasts, I mean, some beers you want that quality. Yeah. Like you want more of a banana flavor. Probably a Chad. Um, a probably. Chad? Uh, <laughs> a Chad problem? What was it called again? The wild yeasts? Yeah. What type have of Have you heard of that? Hmm. I don't know. I know so, wild yeasts. So, are you familiar, real quick, are you familiar with Hammondsport? A little bit. I 
okay. a little bit. They just have like this like little grocery store, but for it being a grocery store, like a full service grocery store, like a good fifth to a quarter of it is just all beer. Oh, it's perfect. And it's all dusty. Well, that happens, but Inside the nice thing the is you drink, out. yeah, you drink what's in the bottle. So if, <laughs> right. if your beer is yeah. dusty, that might be an issue, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not the bottle. Dusty bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> that's our, that's our third album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dan's going to be on it. I'll guest on it. We yep. haven't even finished the second and first, but we planned for Dusty Banana. We're skipping to the third. You got to yeah. think about the future. You know, yeah. You, you, yeah. You have to. We'll do the rest of them and call them prequel albums. <laughs> so, very light carbonation. Mm-hmm. That's kind of makes it really drinkable. Um, yeah. So, typically with Hefeisen's, you want a, more of a carbonation, like m- more of a forceful carbonation. Um, this one, it didn't quite get as forceful as it often is, but I kind of like the lighter carbonation. Like you said, it's more drinkable. You're not burping every 10 seconds, every you time can, you take a you sip. You can taste it, right? It's like drinking a seltzer, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, man, every time. So it's more comfortable. I mean, yeah. I think you're right. Like, you can definitely taste it more. There's not as much bite hiding the actual flavor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, mine's all gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got the least, though. I was trying to, like, pour one beer for no. all of us. And <laughs> Andy got the drag. So next time I'll start with Andy's. Yeah. No, you so, don't have to. I mean, <laughs> So, Dan... <laughs> is this one of your like perfected recipes? Um, I, yeah, uh, this is the second time I've made this. I put in significantly more coriander this time, mm-hmm. and I feel like that really makes a big difference. Uh, you get more of like the lemony flavors. Yeah, it definitely moves. Definitely moves mm-hmm. through. So um, you said it's it's coriander and did you say orange peel? Bitter orange peel. Yeah, bitter orange peel. Mm-hmm. How do you make the orange peel bitter? I buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I buy it pre-bittered. Oh, nice. Yeah, they've been soaking in cyanar. <laughs> you like give the orange peel like a demotion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of slowly chip away at, at employee benefits <laughs> until they're like really angry. There goes yeah. your 401k. And yeah. then, yep. And then, then just at that, just at that apex, that's when it's the bitter orange peel. And that's when you ri- put it right into the beer. <laughs> Don't so you, get right and in. And say, gotcha. <laughs> um, grab a bowl, friends. We're just, you know, like what's great with beer? Cheese. Cheese is typically great with beer. If we were good at making pretzels, I think we probably would have made pretzels too. Yeah. We but had... it's also a hot day. It's a very yeah. hot day. Yeah. And so. so like this was technically supposed to be a food episode, but then I was like, Dan's coming on. And that was kind of like a last minute thing. I was like, oh, Dan's coming up. And then He's I was just like, going to be on the pod. And then you and then you yelled huzzah. Yeah. I was like, huzzah. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> and Dan's fully vaccinated. We all yeah. are. So I was like, you yes. know what? It's time for guests again. And, and Justin like has his vaccine card just like out. Right. Yeah, I just want to, it's like, sh- I'm getting it framed. The, the frame is coming in the mail. Well, let, me, let me ask you, what do you do with your social security card? <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. Just delete it off the pod, but do tell me. Like, yeah. what the heck? Do you just, like, have it out? Or? He's oh, got oh my look. gosh, it's right, th- it's right under the yeah. vaccine card. <laughs> so, yeah, but, so Dan was coming on, and I was like, you know what? Let's, since Dan's coming on, we got to do some beers. Yeah. But I was like, let's do a, let's just dive into some cheese curds. That's what I told Andy. Might as well. So, let's, uh, let's get a nice little, see if we can get the squeak. Let's see if we can catch the squeak on the microphone. I think I did. I heard it in my head. <laughs> yeah. My wife would be very jealous. She loves cheese curds. This is squeaky. Yeah. Very good. Mm. And so kudos to Justin for doing some planning with that because I didn't um, I didn't research it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to North Country, um, find a place for me, and then I will pick it up. And then I was like, full disclosure, I was driving back and I was like, full disclosure, I haven't picked up any cheese yet, but I'm on my way back. I'm just going to stop off at Central Square for some cheese. And you were like, you're like, you didn't even read what I wrote and sent to you because Central Square is like one of the places where the cheese is, you know. So, yeah. so I did pick it up, incidentally, from a Buttercup Cheese in Central Square right on Route 11. And uh, it's a small mom and pop shop. And then they also sell the cheese from like the area. 
But this is the curd that they made. So, you know, it's a fresh cheese. Yeah. The, the in-house curd? Uh-huh. Nice. The curd of the day. Oh, my gosh. This is very squeaky. So, I love the, the mom and pop shops. We need mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. back to that kind of system. Absolutely. Yeah. So, this is kind of funny. And you're going to laugh, Andy. It's funny that we're doing this on this episode because Dan is lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I previously, I, I okayed it. Don't worry. <laughs> It's not that. Bad. Don't feel like you have to shove yourself full of cheese. Oh, I'm going to. But I was like, I was like, oh, damn, we're doing cheese curds and mm-hmm. beer. It's going to be great. He's like, okay. And I remember, so we we talk about like me and Dan talk about what cocktails we're drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we he makes a lot of white Russians, but without mm-hmm. the cream. Mm-hmm. And then and I was thinking, it's just a black Russian. It's a black Russian. So it's yeah. a black Russian. <laughs> so I was just thinking after I told him the cheese curds, I'm like, are you like close intolerant? I forget. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. We can change what we were doing. He's like, "No, I'm a masochist. I still <laughs> eat it." Let's um, let's level level the playing field. Um, Justin, you want to make some scrambled eggs for me? <laughs> yeah. There we go. We'll all suffer. If, um, if, if you die, I will die with you. Honestly, cheese doesn't get me as bad as it used to. Mm. But milk, milk, I feel like I've developed a a, a loathing for milk. Mm. I can't even get it up to my nose anymore. So, oh. man, this cheese is so good. It Very is. good. And it's like the sound of it's like like you're eating a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes better than that, though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. You know, it, it, I, I, I've had like so many people ask me, they're like, "What the heck's cheese curd?" A lot of people don't know what the heck it is. Yeah, but they just think it's like cubed cheese. But yeah, it's not. They're wrong. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us what cheese curd is? When you, like describe like what the Why process? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No. Oh. <laughs> Should I look it up? Yeah. <laughs> we can't just say it's different and then not. You can make it up. But it's got like a nice sour taste to it. A little bit. Mm-hmm. The exterior, and then, yeah, it's like. So they're the like, moist, they're the moist pieces of curdled milk, either eaten alone as a snack or used in prepared dishes. That's that was a very simplified version of what it is. But you ever, really want it to be squeaky. Yeah, I don't think that's like part of the process. So, <laughs> I was on the Facebook group where Syracuse eats looking for like cheese curds. Uh huh. And uh, like a lot of people were, were asking, where can I get really squeaky cheese curds? And was this place mentioned? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll say they're the squeakiest cheese curds I've ever had. Really? I've had a fair amount of cheese curds, and these are by far the squeakiest. And I think the freshness does the squeak. So they're made from pasteurized, fresh pasteurized milk. It's in the process of where bacterial culture and rennet are added to clot the milk, right? Mm -hmm. And then after the milk clots, then it's cut into and kind of cheddared. I mean, so like they turn into these like little tubes or it depends on who's who's cutting the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Um it's cooled, and then the curd is removed from the whey. And the whey is just kind of the high-protein liquid that's left behind. Yeah. And then that mixture is cooked and pressed to release the whey from the curd further, and then that is cheese curd. And fresh curds squeak against the teeth when bitten into. This squeak has been described as the New York Times as sounding like balloons trying to neck. Yes, Ooh. that was right. That's a... Balloons trying to neck? No, very, but it's like very the balloon 1950s sound. terminology there. Uh, and then also it says <laughs> balloon heavy petting. Oh. I'm kidding. That's, uh, that wasn't on there. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. It sounds like you're chewing a balloon. Yeah. And that the squeak is freshness, I guess. So if you're getting old cheese curds, it doesn't squeak. Mm-hmm. It's not fresh. Yeah. It's probably mine have never been fresh. Yeah. Three I squeaks guess. or your money back. Yeah. Wow. So if you're a real curd nerd, you are searching for that <laughs> that uh, squeak. <laughs> so why is it kind of wet and like sour a little bit on the outside? I don't know. Hmm. Probably because they just Tur- washed away the way. Yeah. Away I mean, it's still like this was made. I mean, I asked them if it was made today and they're like, yeah. So, I mean, they just they probably just like put a heavy press on it and it 
kind of squeezed out some of the extra excess whey, but besides that, they just kind of chuck it in the bag, mm. I would assume. This is awesome. Fresh cheese curd. I don't think I've ever had fresh cheese curd, actually. Like, day of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have thought it would take a little bit longer, you know? Do you guys hear the squeak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My squeak? No, it just sounds like chewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how loud the squeak is in your head. You're like, everyone's hearing this. <laughs> yep. I'm, no. I'm self-conscious about the squeak. <laughs> um, let's get into another beer. Yeah, let's get into another beer. We'll take a little break, and then we've got more beer, more cheese. You want to just some... kind of snap it in? Not yeah, a full just, break, right? Yeah, we can just snap it in. All right, well, the beer's right here right now. Oh, there they are. <laughs> There's so. the beer. So this is this is from Aurora Brewing. Where's this Aurora? Is, uh, I don't know. So the Aurora Brewing is in King Ferry, New York. And so this is a Shaker Series Bee Sting. This is an Imperial Gosa, which is awesome because that is uh, what I've been looking for. So this is a cocktail-inspired Imperial Gosa with milk sugar, ancho chilies, pink sea salt, local wildflower honey, and lemon. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Let's get at that. Whoa. That smells pretty strong. It smells like a mead almost, right? Yeah. Wow. They, uh, they did a nice job on that one. You can actually feel the the milk sugar in there, like in the mouth feel. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, lactose disappears in the beers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that that quality is actually lost. It's very good. <sighs> mm. That is. <laughs> Justin, are you using a straw over there? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I want to shout out Branching Out Bottle because that's where I went again mm-hmm. to get this. And they're in. If you're in Syracuse, they're out near the movie tavern and. They have a bunch of different beers, and they've been around for about three years, I think. Maybe they're coming up on four years. I'm not sure. But, yeah, every time I go in there, I just get a ton of beers. I get my little, like, basket. You know, they have, like, those grocery store baskets, mm-hmm. and then I fill it with beer. And so then I was checking out, and I'm like, do you guys ever have Imperial Ghosts or Imperial Sours? Because I'm always looking for them, and I never can find them. And some guy. Pretty much know. ever since... Travis was here on episode 16. I've been looking for an Imperial Gosa. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, sometimes we do. Not sure. And then she looked up in our computer. She's like, oh, I have two. And I was like, I'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> this, this tastes nothing like the one that Travis No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't taste anything like the one that Travis brought. But this is... The one that Travis brought was like, had like a very like raspberry sort of... It was like drinking berries. like juicy jam or something like that. Yeah. It was just like... Just high alcohol mm. like cocktail. <laughs> yeah. This has... You can definitely taste the chilies in it. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Yeah. You can definitely taste the honey in it. And then... Lemon. I think the lemon's pretty strong, too. Mm-hmm. Let me smell. Mm-hmm. It's one of those sours that... Some sours don't even taste like beer at all. Mm-hmm. I had one recently that was, like, beyond too sour. Like, yeah. it was... You know, I love the brewery. I won't mention them, obviously. I love the brewery, but this one just didn't quite get it what, for me. This is this is delicious. What does the brewery rhyme with? No, I'm the, kidding. You don't not have to. Tell. <laughs> so Aurora Brewing, this is actually Katie's favorite brewery hmm. because I think they make sours. I think they're good at making sours. I think I can taste all those things in here. So I can taste the chilies. I can taste the lemon. I can taste the honey. What was the other one? Salt, like pink sea salt. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. a little bit of salt. Yeah. That's pretty much it, other than the milk sugar. Which is in there, like I said, very good. Is it Himalayan pink salt or just pink salt? It's just pink sea salt. Oh, okay. And the... the they, they really, you know, they could have. Yeah. They could have, <laughs> right? Well... The, the carbonation is very fine, right? Is that how you would describe it? Yep. Yeah. Like, it's not like light Subtle. or heavy, but yeah. it's like a, I don't know, like fine bubbles? I'm not sure if that makes sense. It's not like in your face. Yeah. I think where some beers 
they're so carbonated. Some of the, let's say the the lower shelf popular beers, mm-hmm. we won't mention Coors Light, that that are just carbonation and no flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this if, is you also... need, if you need water, yeah. and if there's no water left oh, yeah. at a grocery store, then mm-hmm. of course light. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we were kind of, so we're, it, I mean, it's May right now, but it's like 90 something degrees out. It's like a record high in New York, which is mm-hmm. great. I love it. I love it. And so we were kind of hoping maybe of grabbing a couple beers that are kind of heading into summer. Mm-hmm. When I was there, I was looking at all these stouts again, because that's just my jam right now. And I was like, if I buy a stout to drink on a hot day, Andy's just going to berate me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you, this is pretty summary too. I didn't even have to. You already played it out yeah. in your head. I knew how it was going to go. You're going to talk about coats in my mouth. Fooled and... you. <laughs> but this, I think this is pretty summary too. This is like a back porch lawnmower beer. I mean, it's pretty it's, strong. It's strong. It's very sweet. I would yeah. say, right? It's kind of thick, mm-hmm. like leaves a coating. Is that the lactose? That's, uh, yeah, that's definitely. Going probably the lactose, and probably because it's just imperial. I think mm. just the heaviness of it. Yeah. Like, I would have to wash this down with something else. Mm-hmm. I don't, to me, personally, this, like, if I'm going to have this as, like, a back porch, like, you know, whatever, I'm not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sit there. That's like, what I'm imagining as a back porch. I feel like yeah. this one, I would I would drink my beer while mowing and then finish this one at, or have this one after I was done mowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. sit on the porch kind of beer. This is, like, a nice evening by the fire in the summer kind of beer, too. You know? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are all grits in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I started it. This is waiting in line at an ice cream shop kind of beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Sitting and at the, the bus kids stop. Are screaming. Yeah. 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 This is sitting at the bus stop. Yep. Paper bag. Paper this bag. is a nice Chuck E. Cheese beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And them going, sir, where is your uh, child? <laughs> don't ask. I don't know. I lost some two ghosts. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I love that. I I could turn this into like some sort of a. I feel like if it was frozen. It'd be almost like a really good popsicle or something, or like an yeah, ice cream. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, and actually, let, let me ask you: um, how how cold should this be? This guy? Like, I mean, are we hitting it at a good temperature? Or it seems cold enough to me, yeah. like to give a, a nice flavor. I mean, I feel like too much warmer, it would be kind of syrupy. Yeah, you know, probably not, but like you perceive it to be syrupy. Right, right. right. And I feel like too cold, too much colder, it'd be hard to drink. I, It'd be, yeah, well, be we, tough to pick up on like the subtlety. Yeah, because I think the warmer it gets, the more flavors come out. So if it's like ice cold, I don't think you'd pick out all those little flavors. No. In right, there. right. And you could probably drink several of these because it doesn't really feel like an <laughs> imperial beer. Anything's no. possible. It's very delicious. Oh, man. It's, it's very floral, too. Because it's got wildflower honey. Do you think Ooh. that had a major impact on that? Maybe. It's local. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you guys want to have... Look at these! Look at these bad boys. They're sweating. Yeah, they are. You want one? Yeah. You want to chuck it to you? I can't hear you over the squeaks <laughs> in my mouth. There you go. So what is this? So this looks like land yogurt. You handle your it's meat. Probably different. <laughs> Thank you. Look, so this is this is like let's just a, take a bite. This is like a meat cigar. Let's just take yeah. let's just take a bite and then have it. Hmm. This is a barbecue beef stick. Hmm. It's got a subtle barbecue flavor. Canadians would call something like this like a pepperette if. Maybe it had more peppery flavor to it, but hmm. it's just it's just you yeah, you like your standard thin beef stick. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does this pair well with what we're drinking? I don't think so necessarily, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you have someone buying food and someone buying drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this probably wouldn't have mashed up with anything else that we were eating. So. No. I think so. What would me? What would like something like this match up with? Like maybe like a wine, like a red winter? wine. <laughs> just winter. winter in general. <laughs> mm. Mm. A Chardonnay, <laughs> or maybe yeah, 
or maybe just kind of like a much more bland beer, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, something that wasn't as like refined. Mm-hmm. But I think something like this, like I mean, we just named. You just said pink salt is in this thing. You know what I mean? Like probably a probably a mismatch. Man, after if you have a sip of this after you take a bite of this, it's this even seems more sweet. Yep. I hope this didn't ruin the our taste buds for the rest of the episode. Nah. <laughs> I love this yep. beer. Mm-hmm. So. You're in kind of like the Cortland Ithaca area. Would yeah. You, would you say more Ithaca than Cortland, or? Um, I would say more. Yeah, more Ithaca than Cortland. Um, just by just by like we Ithaca spend is more, more interesting. Or? Yeah, we spend more time <laughs> in Ithaca and less time in Cortland. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Although Cortland is close enough, where if you got to go there for something, because yep. uh, I've heard there's some good shops out that way. Mm-hmm. But we spend a lot of time in Ithaca. Uh, my family. There's a lot of great parks, a lot of good hiking, um, a lot of great food. A lot of really interesting people. Ithaca has a good indie bookstore, mm-hmm. which we don't have any indie bookstores in Syracuse. What's no. an indie bookstore? Indie bookstore is an independent bookstore. It's not like a yeah, I know what indie. It's a chain. <laughs> indie yeah. short Justin's like, don't you read? Don't you know what indie stands for? A lot of times, indie bookstores are better because uh, the curation is better, and then mm-hmm. the employees they like have like a nice, and they know what they're talking about. Whereas Barnes and Nobles, there's mm-hmm. a lot of times. It's like the same people that like went worked at like McDonald's. It's just like someone that got a cashier job. They got to work somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean, Justin? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's like, two that I can think of. One of them is Buffalo Street Books, mm-hmm. and that one's actually a co-op. Hmm. So it's owned by people that buy into it, basically. Huh. And I've been there a few times. It's really not really nice store. They take a really nice selection of stuff in their uh, their display books or you know their curated collections are always uh, rotated. So yeah, there's a lot more. Indie bookstores like the West Coast, especially if you go to like Powell's Books, which is the best bookstore in the country. Is it in Portland? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that, Justin? <laughs> but there, yeah, Syracuse. It's I very mean, we cliche. have Barnes and Nobles, and then we have used bookstores. Yeah. So unfortunately, like, I buy a lot of books online. Justin, there's a need. Yeah, and you could do like a hustle of like textbooks. What if I started a books and brews? There you go. Just like beer and and books. Beer and books. Uh, yeah. You, so, no, Books and Brews sounds better. I was just actually just trying to mm-hmm. suss out what you were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a brewery and bookery. <laughs> What's a bookery? Why not cocktails? So so let's get into some cheese. There's let, some more cheese here. Let's get... I want you to take a little one of that one. A little so bit of that I'll guy. I'll take a little take one. Take two. Take two so if you want. Is, I'll take two. And and you can take as many of that one if you want. And I'll tell you why. Because that's called yogurt cheese and it is lactose free. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Look we should have led with that. That's okay. Here's this one. You're good. You're good. So this is lactose-free cheese? It. Yeah, it's That's yogurt. A nice cutting board. Yogurt cheese. Hmm. This is a cheese of culture. Do you like it, huh? Justin's making a yucky <laughs> face. Huh? Uh, What's going on, bud? I will admit, I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's like, take two, Dan. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't tried it yet. This oh. tastes like, and, and no disrespect to buttercup cheese, but this tastes like, in my opinion, a very bland cheese that was on the grill and then uh, was like left alone for a bit. I don't know. I don't really like it. It's got a very bitter back it's to very, it. very, very bitter. <laughs> but like in a bitter, like... Vengeful way? I don't know, like dirt. It's almost peppery in dirt. So let, It let's smells not, Let's good, not just though. call it dirt. Let's call it like soil. Maybe that has it's a positive... It's very creamy. Yeah, it, it is melts in your mouth, like... It's very creamy. It's very melty. Mm-hmm. The smell of it smells pretty good. Mm-hmm. I cannot swallow this. Yucky face, Justin. <laughs> this might... <clears throat> I love yucky face, Justin. This might be one of the worst <laughs> things we've had. 
ever on the pod. Mm. It wasn't that. No bad. offense to Buttercup Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Look how modern uh, these guys are. They've got a well, QR code on the back. Do we have a QR code centered, on though. ours? It's not centered. Uh, just delete that from the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Can't always be centered. Holy cow! <laughs> no offense to Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say if if you didn't like that cheese, the um, the the meat stick kind of made up for it preemptively. So, I, uh, yeah, I yeah. hope so. That I I can't even describe what it is. It's a lot of things. It's very different. I think I hit the nail on the head with it. I had some good buzzwords with that. Yeah, it was very. You want, you want to get some water or something? Is there a better cheese that we can? Yeah, do you, you want to wash it down with other cheese? No, let's start fresh <laughs> with cheese. Let's let's start. Let's do a let's do a clean slate. We'll take an actual we'll break. We'll take a real break. We'll, we'll wash the, the yogurt cheese out of our mouths. Yeah. Get another beer. Yeah. And then we'll uh, top it off with some good cheese, hopefully. <laughs> I guarantee this cheese is going to be good. Yeah. That's the anti-guarantee. All right. Bye. Bye. And we're back! That was great, man. Yeah, I think you've been here all along. I know. <laughs> I kind of live here. Uh, well, so, let's get, yeah, let's get into this next one. So we've one. got one more beer, and then we've got a couple more cheeses. So this is a very interesting one. Springdale Beer Company, not stirred, smoking bishop. That's what this is called. There's a pretzel floating in mine. <laughs> so this is an oak-aged sour beer with grape juice, cloves, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom, and orange peel. And oh yeah, there's extra cardamom. No. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode, Ooh. and this this beer is red versus the other two are similar colored, kind of like a yellow, like normal beer color. It's not like red ale red either. It's like cranberry juice red. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cranberry juice and ginger ale red. Wow. Wow. Uh, so this is an American wild ale, which technically is a sour. Holy cow! <laughs> I don't freaking like those. That'll really? Peel your wig right back. Really? Yeah. Have you tasted it yet? Mm-hmm. It has a uh, very dry finish. Very dry. Yum. This reminds me of a Gosa. Because it's no. tart. It's like <laughs> tart, sour, oh. but in like a tart fruit flavor. Kind of has a little bit of a cat piss flavor. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Spice up your life with a holy delight. <laughs> a barrel-aged beer fermented with Barbara grape juice. Barbara. And spiced... Ba, ba, ba. Spiced like the Dickens with cinnamon, you, nutmeg, Barbara. cloves, cardamom, and orange peel. Mm. This is from Framingham, Massachusetts. Maybe mm. maybe I just have to put this in the right context. If I think of this as kombucha, mm-hmm. yeah. this is a very similar kombucha, kombucha flavor. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. yeah, There's the uh, kombucha has the uh, yeah, this does the mother, like a- which is like a bacteria, mm-hmm. and, and your... Sours or your um, what do they call this one? Uh, it's like an American wild, a wild, ale or a like wild that. ale or wild. So technically, potentially wild yeast or other things. Um, you get some really interesting flavors when you sour beers. Yeah, um, this is like a sour kombucha, and this is about as interesting as I've had oh, for a beer or for like a sour for a sour so far. I mean, it's it's out there, man. Mm-hmm. But I think I like it. I do. So I really smell the cinnamon. I don't really taste the cinnamon. It's growing on me. This is really good. It's growing wild. So this is weird. Maybe you guys know more about the social medias than I do. Nope. Got no. Their, it's got their like follow us <laughs> symbols down here. So it's got the Facebook symbol, Instagram symbol, Twitter symbol, and then like a switchblade. What? Show it to me. 
It's untapped. Oh, oh it's, it's a untapped. corkscrew, yeah. Uh, no, it it's like a like beers. It's beers clinking. Oh. It's not a switchblade. Well, it really is beers clinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Just, a switchblade. Justin's no. like, and then a symbol of hostility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have got my glasses. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's untapped, but yeah, it's beers clinking. It looks like a switchblade. <laughs> Have you had your eyes checked? <laughs> it looks like a switchblade. In the last decade, maybe? I don't. <laughs> uh, so this is barrel-aged 18 yeah, that's, months. Yeah, that's the untapped wow. symbol, right? Yep. Yeah, that's it. So it's on untapped. Yeah. Run. So what's the rating of this on untapped? Maybe you want to give that a little gander. That'd be uh, I'm reinstalling the app. Right this now. has hints of fruit, wood, and funk. Yeah, definitely yep. got the funk. <laughs> it's got the funk, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Only we had some bass player in the background playing funk music. Okay, this is 4.0, which is pretty high yep. for Untapped. I really like this, actually. It's really interesting. And this is a 9.4%. Mm-hmm. See, now I could drink this amount of it, but I could not drink the whole bottle. What is that, like a 14-ounce bottle, maybe? So this bottle is... Oh, it's one pint. So 16 ounce. It's probably a yeah, 16-ounce bottle. Oh, one pint, point nine fluid uh, ounces. Odd-sized bottle. So it's, it's one pint, pint is one 16 ounce. ounces. It's right one there. pint, one ounce, so basically. So it's 17 ounces. Yeah. It's all good in the wood. That's what it says here. <laughs> hmm. The wood flavor, I'm not picking up a lot on the smokiness or the wood flavor. It was aged, I don't know if you heard me, it was aged 18 months. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just a lot going on. It is. It's very busy. So so, <laughs> so compared to the last one, I think we picked out all the flavors of the last beer, which is crazy. Yeah. Which props to over our brewing because it seemed kind of crazy, but all together you could taste all the little things. I can't pick out certain flavors in this. I can pick up the fruit and the funk. So the grape juice, yes, because yeah. that's just what's giving it that really tart flavor. But I don't know about the... I can smell cinnamon. I don't taste cinnamon. Nutmeg, cloves, cardamom, <clears throat> orange peel. I don't know. I think they're, I think those are all there to kind of just balance out the flavor. Not to be like main ingredients, but... It's got a good blend of it. Like I can like I can taste the blend of that, but I can't pick out any single flavor from those Mm -hmm. yeah can you can you dan yeah not really (laughs) you know what i wonder i just thought of this (laughs) what what do you so what do you wonder i wonder if like years ago Uh you know say you're making beer in like the 1800s or something like that okay i'm picturing myself say you're throwing all these things in to try to make like a really good beer and you do and you're like here have this new beer and i wonder if just recently they started listing all the ingredients to kind of like show you how wild it is so then we're trying to pick out those little tiny flavors when you're just adding a bunch of stuff in to like make a universally good taste. And it seems like, oh, we're adding all these like crazy things in when they were always little tiny ingredients, but you're I, just like stating them all. I don't know how marketing and advertising went for beer in the 1800s or earlier. So I don't know. I just wonder <laughs> if it's a marketing thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, it just so happens I'm an expert. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Not really. Correct. Instead of just <laughs> calling it like a Hefeweizen, yeah. you're telling everyone it's a Hefeweizen with coriander and orange peel and right. all that. And so people are like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But like, I wonder if years ago they used to just say it was a Hefeweizen. But now for marketing and advertising to like stand out, you're going to list every little thing that's in there. Well, I think it also like lets people be in control of what they want to mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you're kinda, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed if they list a bunch of yeah. flavors that I can't taste. Right? And I think, too, I don't... Sometimes with, when they're, like with stouts, at least, they list a lot of flavors, but they're not actually flavors that were added into the beer. It's like what it tastes like. What? 
So like oh, when, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're tasting yeah, yeah, a wine, you. if you read the bo- back of the bottle, it says it has hints of spice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it has hints of like blackberry with, you know, whatever, whatever, actually, whatever. Well, but you can also say that with beer because yeah. hops can throw off different flavors, like tropical yeah. flavors. And yeah. there's not, you know, you're not on but mango you're not, or papaya. But you don't see wine saying a Chardonnay with blackberry, cinnamon spice, this, this, and this. Because that'd be like super weird. And that's not, just not like, at your wine store. <laughs> it's just like the flavor you're getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wonder if yeah. it's more of a marketing thing. Mm, well, so some beers, um, I was just checking to see if I had a copy of the uh, BJCP guideline on my phone, and I don't. Um, some beers, they actually, in the traditional recipes, what's recognized by like when you enter beers into contests, some beers will actually suggest like spices to be added to hmm. that recipe. This one, I just... I want to know the thought process to like how you come up with this because already you've got a sour beer, which is a whole can of worms. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can have anything from like a great lemony flavor to Mm Band-Aid in there. Um, This doesn't taste like Band-Aid, thankfully, but um, combining those spices, I just, I wonder, I would love to know the brewmaster that designed this recipe. I would love to have a conversation with them and say, hey, how did you come up with those? Is it based on like a family recipe for like a curry or something, you know? Right. See, what I wonder with a lot of these, they have a lot, is like you, you brew beer Mm -hmm. and you kind of like do it and you pass fail and like try new recipes. Right. So I wonder if it's like, oh, this was a little like weird. Maybe I'll add a little bit of cinnamon next time Mm -hmm. to see if it like balances this out. And you're like, oh, that was pretty good, but maybe I need to add, I'll just add a little bit of orange peel. So it's like, you keep adding on to like balance it until mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I've made like a really good beer. Oh wow, there there's like a huge bunch of things I added in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you also kind of have to be like in touch with quantities of how much to add, and like, yeah, like whoever hard. made this like must have known you know, to a degree. I mean, this is this is a crazy beer for me, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But they must have known to a degree. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done three pounds of cinnamon. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. I'm sure they didn't start off doing uh, you know 20 barrels of this beer. Right. Yeah. yeah they yeah, probably yeah. did a five or six gallon batch. Yep. And yeah. Because I, I can't imagine taking that kind of risk. Just reading those ingredients from yeah. from what I do when I design a recipe, I keep it as basic as I can. And sometimes I'll go back and be like, okay. Uh, typically, I don't add spices, but I do a uh, Christmas ale, mm-hmm. and I throw in um, nutmeg, uh, cinnamon, all ginger, spice, or, or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't put allspice, but uh, mm-hmm. I, and I actually use essential oils for that, which is hmm. a really good use of essential oils. Yeah, um, you can drink essential oils. You can, yeah, essentially, not, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, not all of them. That's a good. You're not like in, in most of your beer recipes, in at least the traditional ones, you're not seeing a whole lot of spice additions. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but, uh, I actually really do like it. It's, it's, it's a, like a once a year beer. For it's me. a challenging beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would not be a, yeah, you're right. This would not be a beer where I, like, if I just saw it at the grocery store, I'd be like, yeah, I want to have that right now. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. But this, compared to like the last beer, the Aurora mm-hmm. beer, the Aurora beer was so much better with like the flavors. It's not a lawnmower beer. No. No. <laughs> for sure. Your, your half of Eisen mm-hmm. could be a lawnmower beer. This is yeah. complex. So this is like Texas beer. Mm-hmm. Or like it's Texas like, beer. Yeah. <laughs> this one's only to be consumed on April fifteenth. <laughs> how how complicated are your taxes? <laughs> this is like a uh, maybe like a we were talking about campfire with the other ones. Maybe this one's campfire, but you're talking about like like physics or like philosophy. You need something a little complex to go with the conversation. Yeah, something that'll blow well, your mind. Yeah. The other beers or like, were like, a, or twi- like a, the other beers were like twister beers. Yeah. This is like a risk beer. You're talking like board games. This is like. Um, this is like hang out and talk about the Britney Spears custody issue. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's complicated. 
And how. And not sweet. I like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> the beer. <clears throat> you guys want to try some cheese? Yeah. All right. So Andy's really excited about this cheese. All right. So take from the middle. We're this just better gonna... be better, better than the last cheese. Okay. Just, I'm going to play know, it safe. All right, Justin? We'll okay. see. All right. So let's just take a bite, and uh, I'll just tell you what it is. It's just a sharp cheddar. Okay. I just wanted to, go to get a good standard from our lovely friends at Buttercup Cheese. Mm. Mm. That's really nice. Right? It's, that... it's kind of brought up to room temperature a little bit. It's got a good little oily sweat so... to it. All this cheese is made by Buttercup Cheese. Mm-hmm. Do they import cheese? Like, do they have other cheese mm-hmm. from other places there? Mm-hmm. They also have regional cheese. But did you stick to Buttercup Cheese? Sure did. Nice. Going in for number now. The two. barbecue uh, mm-hmm. beef sticks is from a different group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the fridge, so I'm not going to stand up and get it. You know what I mean? This, this is all about our time together. It's far to walk, <laughs> man. This uh, <laughs> this cheese is really good. You could melt this on some toast. Oh man, yeah, grilled cheese. This is a great sandwich cheese. Mm-hmm. I think it's called, it's considered a sharp cheddar, and sharp cheddar is judged by how much it's aged. And I think mm-hmm. to be considered sharp cheddar, it has to be six months. Could be wrong. Should this I look is it like up? A, this is like a medium <laughs> sharp, because there's not a lot of like, it's, it's not, super not a sharp. lot of punch to it, but. So, which leads us to the next one. I think we're just going to breeze through. That w- next one is a lot crumblier. Wow. Woo! Mm-hmm. So this cheese is almost old enough to vote. <laughs> this is a <laughs> this is a fifteen year old sharp cheddar. That's drinking age in some countries. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Justin? Fifteen year cheese. Yeah. Mm. The commitment. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was I doing fifteen years ago? Not making what as good of decisions fi- as you are right now. What year was fifteen years ago? So two thousand six. Two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Have you guys Working got any the of the, the little crystals in there? Yes, I love the crystals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a. I would love to know, like, at what age cheddar starts doing that. Cheddar has such a broad spectrum of flavors, like, mm-hmm. depending on how, how much it's aged. And that is very, very good cheese. See, I love, like, that cheese is really good. And I love really sharp cheddar. But I can't eat a ton of it. I love the flavor, but I couldn't sit and just, like, eat a whole block of really, really sharp cheddar. Like, that mild cheddar. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know what happened. And I'd be like, where'd that block go? And I was like, yeah. whoops. <laughs> like, See, I'm just the opposite. It's dangerous. I love sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. Um, those of us that have young kids have a lot of American cheese in their fridge, probably. Oh, yeah. yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so when you get a good piece of cheddar, oh, man, yeah. it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love- like, it feels like you like stepped out of your own reality. Yeah. You're like, huh, I don't have kids at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating adult. Cheese? I want some. Go ahead, try it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that's grown-up cheese. You're dang right it is. Yeah, don't get touch pa- my cheese. Get your paws off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you deter your kids from like, Drinking alcohol is um give them alcohol? No. Justin, I don't really No, you're like remember 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 how you didn't like adult cheese? This is an adult <laughs> beverage. Ew. Yeah, I don't know. This um, is sharp juicy juice. <laughs> <laughs> I do know I do sometimes love it when my son says, I don't like this, this is grown up, whatever, and it's it's perfect because I love it. Yeah. And you'll eat it. Yeah. And now you yeah. won't, and I like it. <laughs> my my kids call beer daddy's stress drink. <laughs> they absolutely do not call it that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, <laughs> um, what was your guys' favorite uh, thing we had here today? Well, let's so, start with the foods. Well, let's start with the food because, like, let's just get that out I of the way. I think that's an easy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, cheese curds. Two, three. Cheese curds, really? Mm. Do you want to do one, two, three? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. three. Cheese Cheddar. curds. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I like the I like the 15-year cheddar. I I feel like it should be colder. Yeah. 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 
I know this, you know, like different cheeses have different temperatures, just like different beers, and we're obviously going to get into that. But yeah, I think the cheese, cre- I mean, like that thing had so much squeak to it. Oh, they're good. Oh, and they were so full of flavor, fresh cheese curd. First <sighs> so time. Good. So yeah. good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Just because I like the cheddar the best doesn't yeah. mean that I discount the cheese curds by any yeah. means. Oh, no, 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 um, no doubt. It was like the a middle best, one, like a best the, of the, best, uh, the yogurt cheese was uh, unique for me. <laughs> I bet there's people that absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, uh, I I didn't hate it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so and so another another cheese that we did not get into is called beer cheese. I mean that one you said it was from the Limburger family, right? Yeah. So that's why we didn't get into it because I didn't feel confident um, exploding that into Justin's life. We should do a Limburger episode. A little scared. Time. I don't think I've ever had Limburger cheese. Have you? I mean, you will because you just bought it. But yeah, I've never had it. It's gonna be stinky. Stinky cheese. I'll feed it to my kids. <laughs> i'll be like that's what daddy cheese tastes like all the time so don't, don't come asking me for cheese and then i'm just gonna be over there eating my 15 year cheese sometimes that backfires though yeah yeah they're like oh this is great yeah i'll, I'll, I'll give them the disclaimer while they're retching <laughs> uh what, what was your guys favorite beer um that one's easy oh well that's not easy hmm. i really like dan's i could drink way too many of those because it's yeah. so easy to drink very very smooth I think, like, because it's not so heavy on the carbonation, like you said, it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, fill up your stomach with bubbles that you're just, like, bleh. Yeah. Um, but, man, I really liked this Aurora Brewing, this Imperial Gosa. What about you, Dan? I think I like the Aurora the best. And then? And then, I mean, I, I hate to say my own. <laughs> um, I will say well, the... That? You didn't say it first. You know, you're allowed uh, to say your own. Come on, man. The Springdale is very unique. Yeah. It is really artistic, I think you could say. That's, um, in, that's in a very good way. The to way they the way they crafted it. Like I have a lot of respect for this uh, the brewmaster for yep. this beer yep. because they're not afraid to take a chance. And, no. uh, that said, it's not an everyday crushable beer by any means, but nope. it is something that um, maybe once in a while you would pull out a bottle of that and enjoy it. It definitely requires a special occasion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, huh, okay, I got a McChicken mm-hmm. <laughs> and large fries, and then I'm going to pop out the uh, Springdale beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I could crush a, a Dan Rohr Hefeweizen like, every day after work. so many though. McChickens oh, and, and Hefeweizens. Yeah, it yeah. goes great with McChickens, I'm told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, uh, it's definitely one of the easier drinking beers. Um, definitely uh, a summer beer, which is why I brew it for this time of year. How, so how big of a batch was, was that beer in? It was a five gallon. Okay, so it was a litter. It was a five gallon litter. Yeah, litter. <laughs> I'm actually going to brew it again here pretty shortly. What is your favorite thing to brew? My favorite thing to brew, uh, boy, I like doing my brown ale because that's the one that I do my Christmas ale, and I feel mm-hmm. like some kind of crazy chemist pouring in all these weird ingredients, mm-hmm. throwing a cinnamon stick, five cans, five pounds of pumpkin. Jeez, it's it's um it's so, good. So your Christmas ale is based on the brown ale. So your brown yep. ale is the base, mm-hmm. and then and then you're able to really snazz and jazz it up with right. the Christmas stuff. So my my philosophy <laughs> when <laughs> when brewing when doing anything, whether it's uh, whether I'm creating beer or music or whatever, 
is try to find the simplicities and then go from there. Because if yep. you have a good foundation for something, you can expand on that. So my brown ale recipe is a really nice, say, late fall kind of beer. We'll call it a really? seasonal. We'll call it, we'll go really by pairing seasons. it with the seasons. Huh? Yeah, we'll do <laughs> now, that. Kind of, we're, we're, okay, that kind of brings me to another question that I wasn't going to ask, but mm-hmm. here we go anyway. How are you with the seasons and beer? Well, do you think beer is typically um, a seasonal thing in terms of types of beer or what? I'll just leave it to you. I'll leave that if, very open. If I was in air conditioning all summer long, mm-hmm. I would drink any beer ever. Yeah. Um, I love stouts like I chocolate stouts, imperial stouts, oatmeal stouts. Okay. If I'm outside mowing the lawn or if I'm outside on a hot day, I'm going to go for a lighter beer. Um, and then if it's cold, I'll go for more of a stout or a, um, say an Oktoberfest. We do an Oktoberfest too. Oh. Yeah, which um, I'll make sure you get some. I, I, I feel like I feel like the Opt- Oktoberfest beers have a good crisp to them. Mm-hmm. It's a really good transitional beer. Yeah, like you know, for like a a late summer mm-hmm. to to be able to just like pound that. I don't know. The Oktoberfests are just still very refreshing beers. Yeah, there's something typic. Traditionally, they were done more of like a lager. You know, German mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. are traditionally lagered. Uh, they would actually ferment Is, them are, in caves. Are Oktoberfests <laughs> beers are they lagered? Um, traditionally, I believe they are. A lot of them are Marzans okay. or uh, Marzans, depending on your pronunciation. Yeah. I'm sure I butchered it. Yeah. Um, mine is actually an ale because I don't lager okay. because lagering takes a long time in a cold control, yep. temperature controlled so area. So you and use I don't like ale yeast? Yeah. So I'll use ale yeast. Okay. Um, Maris or, or do you, grains. You, because you can use lager yeast mm-hmm. in, at ale fermentation temperatures and that becomes a steam beer at that point. I believe so. Yeah. Um, do, do you, now you, you don't, but you don't do that. You, I've never you, done that. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. So I'll use um I use a British ale yeast. Nice. Um, and it it comes out or not a British ale. I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's a German ale yeast. Yeah. So, um, it, it comes out really nice. The Maris Otter grains, as far as like specialty grains in the recipe, um, really give it that biscuity mm. crispness that Oktoberfest oh. has. And that said, once I'm done drinking that, you know, because I give it to everyone, I share it. My father and I brew a lot together. Oh, nice. Um, so that's we awesome. usually split our batches or whatever. And when that's gone, I'm usually satisfied. Like, I wouldn't want to drink that all year round. Yeah. You you got your fill of it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, it's time to move on to that uh, Christmas brown ale. Probably at that point, yeah. right? But yeah. as far as, as far as, like, seasons go, I mean, I'm not afraid to break out uh, a stout in August. I'm not afraid. See, but, I... Do you, no, hold on. Do you have air conditioning? Oh uh, yeah, or like I central do. air? Or no, no, window, window yeah. units. Yeah, we're we don't have central air, so no. I think. Um, oh, it's hot out, and he, it's hot in my apartment, and I'll drink it, it, it out. Yeah, it's it's hot in here, oh. but it's not. So here's my thing. <laughs> I think type of beer doesn't relate to seasons. Okay. I think flavoring does. So like you take your brown ale mm-hmm. and make it a Christmas ale by right. adding like cinnamon and pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That I I think makes it uh then a seasonal beer. So like I don't think a stout. It's seasonal, but if if you make like a pumpkin or something stout, then I was like, okay, that's now a fall beer. Yeah, I mean, when I I can have a stout on a hot day. When I say like a type of beer, I mean it's usually like I mean I'm I'm judging it by the attributes. So like if I'm talking about a type of beer that I can't drink necessarily in the summertime, Mm. I would say, all right. So if you've got like a thick, chocolatey, you know, heavy beer that's served closer to room temperature. There's no way in hell I'm going to have that in the summertime. Okay? I wouldn't suggest Guinness for a lawnmower beer. 
Although Guinness is kind of on the lighter side, right? Yeah, it's it's for, for, for as stout, far as heaviness. Right. Yeah, yes, for, yes. But, I'm but, just but saying, you're right. Yes. It, it's not something that you're going to want to be sweating and be like drinking. <laughs> but the Hefeweizen? Yes. Yeah. I probably would. And I do have to say, as much as I hate to say it, like, I would probably go for a Molson Canadian on, on a tractor. <laughs> when it's hot. When it's hot, it's all good. I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If it's just, cold, just to be know. clear, I don't want to like, yeah. I, I don't want to like step outside of my true self and, and, and reality. Like I, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of don't mind that sort of thing. Yeah. And fortunately or unfortunately, I mean, Molson Canadian reminds me of summer because we got a, we got a camp up in Canada oh, well, yeah, or so go. people who aren't from the area camp means cottage. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean like it just reminds me of going to Canada and yeah. just like having, well, there's nostalgia beer. there. There is nostalgia. Absolutely nostalgia. But that, you know, I may be snobby about my beers, but if I go to your house and you hand me a beer, it could be a Molson. Yeah. I'm still going to drink it. It's, <laughs> it's not even so much about the beer as much as it is as the social it's constructs the experience. of it, yep. you know? Yep, yep, but, yep. See, yep. I'm the opposite. I go to my brother's and he's like, what do you want to drink? I have beer in the fridge and I'll open it up and I'm like, no, thanks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's your, what's Tito carry? Brian <laughs> drinks a lot of like Bud Light, Coors Light. Uh-huh. And then he has like, sometimes he has... Maybe one blue moon, like a blue moon, maybe one sometimes like moon. a shock top or something like that, yeah. which is yeah. not my type of beer. Yeah. And I just, for me, like, I'm not like a, like a huge beer enthusiast. Am I going to just drink any beer that's given to me? Like, it, I just, there's certain beers that I like. I don't know. It's funny because Blue Moon in 2006, which is how old this cheese is, would have been, <laughs> oh, okay. That's kind of an interesting different beer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how how beer has changed through the aging of that cheese. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Well, Blue Moon was uh, from one of the beer giants, too. It's yeah, not right. It's not one of your uh, local craft breweries producing yeah, that. And right. it's. I love it. I like it. I mean, it's, it's not my go-to beer, but when I have it, I don't complain because no, it's, it's good. I used to like it. And it's refreshing. Actually. I might pick some up on the way. You home. should. Because I do have to mow the lawn tonight. Yeah, you better, yeah. <laughs> so, Andy. What? We never got to your favorite. I'll say my favorite. And it's not even just because you're here. Mm-hmm. Your beer was my favorite out of the three. Oh, well, thank you. And Andy's not a big sour fan. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> but I don't so, think these were like the stomach acid sours that you don't like. No, they weren't. They weren't very stomach acid sour for for where we are in the day, for where we are in the terms of the time of week, mm-hmm. temperature in this room, and then also what we were eating. It was perfect, right? Yeah, it was good. like it had it had the amount of flavor that I wanted. It had good clarity. It wasn't overpowering the carbonation. Good ABV. Like it was just, it was just good. And then, you know, the other beers were very good. Um, I think that the Springdale, not your father's smoking pot. No, that's not it. <laughs> What's smoking it called again? <laughs> is the uh, not not stirred smoking bishop. Yeah, I was half right. That's a mouthful, man. That's... Yeah, I, I had like two of the right words in there, but <laughs> that's 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 an art exhibition right that's like not something that i'm gonna have all the time mm-hmm. and then the aurora brewing uh gosa imperial gosa very strong had some great interesting flavors but i'm not gonna like i'm glad we split it three ways because i would not have a full can by myself sorry yeah. no, whoopsie I doodle i said it but yeah i gotta say like that was that was the perfect beer for the occasion so it it won right all the rest of them were miscategorizations you know for the experience yeah, yeah. and i and i i'm dead serious i would have said that if you were here mm-hmm. weren't here and if it wasn't your beer i still would say that so all right yeah cool well so keep it up man <clears throat> one thing i have to say is that uh i'm impressed with how justin's palate has uh, improved as far as beers go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he used to only drink ipas yeah. and uh now he uh is drinking all now kinds like of weird push... now he's smoking bishop yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And I rarely drink IPAs now. I'm like, where are all these IPAs? I know. No. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm swimming through these New this, England... <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting just going back, even through this podcast. Yeah. Because, like, early on, before I even had gin, I was like, what is gin? And I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you drink gin straight? I, like, called you barbaric, I think. <laughs> and now I, like, that Tommy Rotter gin is just, like... Tom, mm. The Tommy Rotter gin isn't even just gin. <laughs> no. That is a spirit all by itself. <laughs> but, you know, it's regardless, good. we've had, like, we've had gin in I quite a few gin. episodes. I love gin. At this point, it's so, so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Dan. Yeah, I mean, thanks for having just me. Just happy to have you. And uh, you're more than welcome on the podcast anytime. Oh, thank you. And besides Wayne, Wayne doesn't really count because he was like the DM and whatever, but like you're kind of our first guest for first like guest a true. Since, like the whole pandemic started. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, for a whole, for like a true. Food it's up. an honor, I have to yeah. say. It's yeah. nice to be around people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Oh, I so, can't wait until you. this thing is a thing of the past or yeah. at least controlled to a degree where it's reasonable and we don't have to feel so distanced from each other. I got to say, Buttercup Cheese, they were selling Buttercup Cheese masks and, <laughs> and they're like this color yellow. That's awesome. And I almost bought it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm probably going to keep wearing a mask, but I'm like, there's probably just very limited occasions where I'm just going to be rocking that mask out. Does, but does it, it smell like cheese? Oh, it could Was have it been. cheesecloth? It could have been. Oh, my. It could have been. <laughs> oh, that's no, awesome. it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no. That would have been kind of cool. It would have had like a scarecrow could, um, sort of look yeah. from you Batman. You could use Definitely. your mask to make milk punch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We yeah. should have you on for a milk punch. Episode. I have oh never had a milk punch. It's one of the best things we've ever had, I think. We should just annually just do a milk punch episode. Why don't I come out to your house? Uh huh. We'll have a fire, which I've been wanting to do. Okay. We'll barbecue and we'll have milk punch. Ooh. None of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all the time we have for today. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, Justin, but you're welcome to my house anytime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you haven't crashed in the uh, camper yet. So That's true. You need, mm-hmm. to, you need to, like, you know, we'll have a bonfire and then you can sleep over in the camper. Sounds good. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. You can also send us snacks in the mail. We haven't had anyone send us snacks in a long time, but uh, if you send us a snack, we'll shout you out and we'll try it. And also, you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. Snack you later. Perfect. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll be very overwhelmed. This could be heavy on the <laughs> snacksophone. <laughs> snacksophone. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. I can't. That, I can't do anything with that. <laughs> You've left me speechless, Justin. <laughs>